Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast. On today's episode of CamdenCast, we will be talking about Season 6, Episode 16, the title of which is I Really Did, or the German title is Silence is Gold. This episode was directed by Stephen Collins, who plays the Rev. Just a fun fact. I think it's the second episode that he has. It's actually the third. It's the third episode that he has directed. Um, And you can tell because it's really bad. Oh, yeah. It's bad. The IMDb user synopsis is, After a love night, Matt has got married with Rabbi Glass's daughter, Sarah. Robbie is mildly amused at the fuzz of all other Camdens speculating and worrying whether Matt was dumber than Mary with Wilson. Only Ruthie finds out, answering when Matt calls, but is sworn to secrecy. Meanwhile, Matt and Sarah go tell her parents first, but she shies away from telling the truth and pretends they just got engaged, a lie they now have to extend to the Camden home, where the news only adds to the mounting stress. So what was your first impression of this episode? Um, I think the only person that was, like, using any rational or logical thought in this episode was Robbie. And I've really, really, really grown to love Robbie as a character. I think it's awesome to have, like, an outsider like that present in the Camden home. Because I feel like watching this, you kind of get, like, sucked up into this, like, how, like, for some reason, this is how life is. <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, no, that's not true. And Robbie is, like, your, like, kind of, like, audience insert into the family sometimes. Because he's like, okay, Matt spent the night out. He's, like, older than 21. That can't be a big deal. Which it isn't for, like, anybody that's watching or anybody that's, like, listening along with us, right? Well, we don't know that. Well, it could be a big deal for you guys. But, I mean, in the in the scheme of things... All he did was stay out all night. Right. Nobody has any other details other than that. What is the big deal? It could have anyway, been anything. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, we're going to start with the cold open, as we usually do, um, which we see... Um, Really, it opens on, like, two bodies in robes that are very close. And if you've seen the episode before, you can gather that it's Matt and Sarah. And we think that the robes indicate that sex has been had. Right. Um, and we see very prominently displayed rings on their fingers. So they weren't hiding the ball there. They're married. Um, and they have some, like, playful banter about, like, oh, I love you, Mr. Camden. And he's like, oh, I love you, Mrs. Camden. And she just loves the way that that sounds and everything. Um, and the phone, they're at a hotel. And the phone starts ringing. And they're like, are you expecting a call? No, are you expecting a call? So um, Matt answers the, f- they're like, no one knows where we are. We're at this hotel. So Matt answers the phone and he says, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Camden. And on the other end is Ruthie. I have a question. How does Ruthie figure out which hotel the Camden, the, the now Camdens are in? Um, because I know, like, Ruthie says something like, this isn't New York, you know, I can find you guys. But, like, Glenno clearly must have more than one hotel. Because remember when the Rev was stepping out on Annie at that oh, hotel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I guess she called, like, the most romantic one. Or maybe this is this. We're only seeing the result of Ruthie calling up four different hotels until she hits the right one. Yeah, because it is the middle of the night. Because we find out that um, none of the other Camdens are awake, and and so Ruthie is the only, the first one to find out, and the only one who finds out in this episode that Matt and Sarah are married. Uh, she even goes as far to say that uh, he, she really didn't think that Matt was, Matt was going to be stupider than Mary. But apparently the scale for stupid is Mary Camden, and Matt has surpassed it by marrying Sarah Glass. You know what? Justice for Mary Camden. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fed up with all of this Mary Camden hate. 
She deserves yeah. better. Uh, that's basically the cold open is them being happily married, obviously a bit like dazed after their first bout of sex and uh, having just told Ruthie who's now meant to keep it a secret from everybody else until Matt can tell them himself. Um, and that is the end of the cold open. Uh, we'll get into some of the storylines before the news is dropped. Yeah. Uh, so so first we have Ruthie, who, of course, is the only one who knows at this point that Matt and Sarah are married. And she doesn't really have much of a storyline other than um, the next morning, Matt's been out all night and all the Camdens are very, like, upset and suspicious of where, where has he been, what has he been doing. Um, and Ruthie, since she knows what where he's been and what he's been doing, um, decides to sneak out of the house before anyone else can really see her. So she does that. It's good. Um, uh, and that's about it. She goes to school. She has an interaction with Mrs. McCool, who was the old principal at the Eleanor Roosevelt School, in which I don't even remember what she says. She's well, just like, I have a secret. And Mrs. McCool's like, well, you're a really great secret keeper. I'm sure you'll be able to keep this secret. So I think Ruthie's trying to, like, um, stop the spell of, like, spilling the secret to somebody else by having, like, by telling the secret to Mrs. McCool. Um, but Mrs. McCool's like, I don't want to, I don't like to know things I don't, I'm not supposed to know, which I guess is a nice philosophy to live by. Um, and they have, they have an interaction. We have a call back to the fact that Ruthie, like that Ruthie kept, keeps secrets so well that Mrs. McCool to this day does not know that Ruthie was feeding a child who ended up being the worst. Yeah. When that, when Ruthie was missing homeroom every day, um, to give that girl like lunch or something. So Mrs. McCool still doesn't even know that secret. So that's, uh, and like Ruthie's basically in turmoil because she really doesn't think she'll be able to keep this secret. And that's basically her storyline for the most part. Meanwhile, we have Dumb and Dumber uh, in the mean, uh, in like, uh, in the form of Mary and the, Lucy. At least they're dragging Lucy down now too <laughs> yeah. because it's too much. It was too much when they were doing it with Mary. So for some reason, Lucy and Mary are like, Ruthie definitely knows something. And I get I get it, because up until now we've seen Ruthie creeping on the steps, like lurking around and getting information that um, nobody will, is willing to share with her. So they're like, oh, Ruthie, you know, it's like a Monday morning. And they were like, oh, Ruthie was asleep when we came downstairs to eat breakfast. Um, but... I don't know. They, so, they figure out that, yeah, like Aaron says, that they, she definitely knows something. So they go and try to find her. Well, wait. So so Ruthie escapes, sneaks out, and goes yeah. to school without anybody knowing. So Mary and Lucy are like, oh, we have to go find her because she has information. And they see that her bike is missing. So they're like, okay, let's try to use our bikes to find her. But the, the bikes have flat tires. And then... There's like a there's bit... Like, yeah, I think oh. it's supposed to be com like comedy... Um, about like Mary not knowing what like bicycle fixing tools are and like Lucy obviously being like your like mechanic of the house or whatever and there's just like oh I don't know what's going on but finally well, like Lucy's like just find something that looks like it'll like fix a bicycle tire and Mary's like well, why can't we just take my car <laughs> so brilliant idea they get in the car and they start driving around and they're looking for Ruthie and again this is supposed to be like hijinks comedy it kind of falls flat because well they first, first like, they're like oh we're hungry <laughs> so they go and get like fast food somewhere it's burger king again guys it's burger, <laughs> it's burger king season six of seventh heaven sponsored by burger king i love it <laughs> and then um they're like oh wait what day is it it's monday 
Ruthie's at school. Where are we supposed to be? We're supposed to be at school. Oh, we're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a moment before like this realization dawns upon them when I think their point of going to get to Ruthie is not because they want Ruthie. They want the information Ruthie has, right? So then they realize and like they don't want the parents to get to Ruthie before they do because they want to have the they want to be the first people to know this like sacred mat info. So then they're like, oh, I know the way to get the information first is to go to Matt directly. So like they start looking for Matt in the middle of looking for Ruthie. It's a bit of a shit show. They're just driving in circles yeah. for for all we know. So um, it's just foolish taking up screen time. This episode probably could have been about fifteen minutes long. Oh yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to look at uh, what the Rev and Annie are doing while they're waiting for Matt to come home. Um, so oh, I just want to take a brief pause here because Mary and Lucy in their venture for Ruthie automatically think that Matt has gotten married. The Rev and Annie immediately jump to the conclusion that, oh, well, he stayed out all night. He got married. And what kind of insane people are like, oh, our 21 year like 21 plus year old son stayed out all night he must have gone and gotten married. That's the only logical conclusion that there is. I was I was telling Aaron this like in as we were watching the episode because I wish my parents immediately thought that when I didn't come home after a long night that I was I had gotten married and not any of the number of other things I could be doing. So, I don't yeah, I think it is quite ridiculous for them to jump to this conclusion and to like and not even just, like, one person, but the entire family does. The only person that doesn't is Robbie. And Robbie's like, oh, should I check but a Robbie hotel? Robbie does. Well, he's like, should I check a hotel? Which I think is more like, oh, like, they, they're probably sleeping together if they didn't, like, come home. So I'm going to check a hotel because they're not having sex in this house and they're not having sex at her house, right? But later on, he does say yeah. to Simon, like, I think it's more than likely that, that, that they got married. Um, so... That's basically what's, like, chewing up the Rev and Annie. Annie's trying to be a bit more, like, logical about it and be like, oh, the, you know, our son has never stayed out of the house like this all night long. And then the Rev's like, ah, uh, he did when he went after Heather, but apparently that's different. And they didn't mention what happened in the second episode, second ever episode of Seventh Heaven, right? That was the second episode. Yes, it was the second episode where Matt stayed out because he was with Renee, the pregnant girl. And, yeah, that was, like, one of the first things we learned about Matt. He's just... In the wrong place at the wrong time, basically, was when we started, yeah. yeah. So, um, they, so, like, a lot of, there's, a lot of the scenes is just the Rev being really angry, and he's like, I can't believe my son doesn't even call me, um, and Annie being like, calm down, and they're both kind of on edge. Uh, there's nothing, like, of meat or substance to this, to their scenes, in my opinion. Um, so... We'll go on to now what is going on with the couple of the hour, Matt and Sarah. So they decide that the first thing they're going to do is break the news to the glasses. Uh, they do this by... Which we have found out, Mrs. Glasses Rosina. Yes. <laughs> um, by entering the house as, I guess, newlywed couples are prone to do by carrying the bride over the threshold. The threshold, right. yeah. Uh, and the first thing that Rabbi Glass says is, like, put her down. Stop this. Um, and he seems to immediately jump to the fact... He also thinks that they've gotten married because of the way that they've entered the house. And Sarah's like, I... Like, we ha I have to tell you something. Everybody please sit down. Um, so while they're waiting for Sarah, like, 
Rabbi Glass is basically being horrible to Matt, you know, typical father of the daughter behavior, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's basically saying that, like, Matt doesn't know Sarah at all, that he, like, is not familiar with her habits, with the kind of person she is, so how could he even, like, think, and like, anything could go down between them? Um, Sarah comes out and asks to speak to Matt privately. And Rabbi Glass throws a fucking fit. Yeah. He's like, who is this? This isn't my daughter. My daughter doesn't ask to have conversations in private. And I was like, okay, she's a goddamn adult. Right. Let's, so Let's let her have a private conversation. Outside, uh, while they're talking, she decides that she wants to tell uh, the rabbi, the, the glasses, her own way. And some now, if we're talking about wacky plans, this is a wacky plan. Um, Sarah's, like, go-to way of, like, spreading bad news on her parents is to initially give worse news, say, JK, and then give the bad news. So Sarah's brilliant idea for worse news is that she's pregnant. Um, Matt is very much, like, a proponent of the truth in this episode. He really wants, um everybody to know like the truth immediately and he doesn't want to have to lie but because you know he's a newlywed man who has been deprived of sex all his life and has just had sex for the first time he goes with what his new wife wants him to do um and that was a joke guys (laughs) i mean but it's also a little bit true um so that's what happens but like it doesn't go over well so sarah instead of saying that they're married after she jokes about being pregnant also, some person named Kenny comes up in this. Right, and they're like, who's Kenny? And Rabbi Glass is like the person that I used to hate the most on this earth, which is, to, of course, we're supposed to be like, oh, Matt's the new person he hates the most. But I don't understand any of it. Yeah, I don't. I Like, I... I don't know if it was, like, because Stephen Collins was directing or whatever, but, like, I felt like a lot of the moments fell flat. There was a lot of dead air. Did you notice that there was a lot of dead air in this episode? Yes. Um, where it's just, like, people weren't saying anything, and, like, it just there was a lot of long pauses between, like, scenes and moments and stuff. But instead of saying that they're married, Sarah decides to tell them that they're engaged. So now, um, like the user summary tells us, Sarah and Matt have to perpetuate this lie to the Camdens as well. Uh, for some reason, it's okay that they're engaged and not okay, and not okay that they're but married. But it's not. They still kind of have a like a little bit of a conniption because Rabbi Glass is like, oh, you don't even know him. You don't know each other. Blah, blah, blah. But I think I guess they're more okay with engagements because engagements can be broken off, as we've seen in the history of Seventh Heaven. Right. <laughs> How many times have people enga- been engaged in this episode, in this se- series? Yeah. Even in just the season. Yeah, I know. Um, so next stop, well... They have one major dilemma, which is Ruthie. Like, Ruthie knows the truth, and she's only 11, and how is she going to hide this <laughs> How big will lie? she ever keep the secret? So they, and Sarah has the perfect idea for this. Here we have a duus machina horse that just shows up out of nowhere. Uh, kind of like that horse in that one episode. That, showed <laughs> that came up. in the window. <laughs> yeah. Like Mr. Ed. Yes. Um, so when we get to the Camden's house, uh, there's a, a bit of hijinks in the form of Sarah, Matt, and Ruthie trying to hold the door closed, Mary and Lucy trying to open the door, and all the Camdens, including the twins, running down and, like, trying to like, figure out, like, you know, because Matt's finally home with Sarah. Uh, Matt gives up, lets go, of the go- lets go of the door. The door, like, 
it swings open. Mary falls back into the arms of Robbie. And then there's a moment, a very heated Such moment. Such a moment. I, fe- I was, I got warm. <laughs> <laughs> you, I thought it was finally over, but apparently the Robbie Mary storyline is still not over. Robbie's like the most normal person anyone ever dated. I'm, I'm rooting for him to become part of the family. I mean, I feel like he's already part of the family. That He doesn't need to marry into the family. Yeah, he's, he's just like the other son now. Um, so everybody goes into the love den where everybody's seated quite awkwardly and Matt introduces everyone. And then, uh, I think Sarah decides that she's going to, what, I guess, bargain with Ruthie in front of the entire family. Um, yeah. And she's like, you know, Ruthie, uh, I heard that you like horses. Did you know that I have a horse and I'm going to need someone to take care of it when I go off to medical school next year? And Robbie very astutely observes that he's like, wow, that sounds like a bribe if I've ever heard one or something like that. He's like, that definitely sounds like bribery. He's like, if I didn't know any better, that would have sounded like, if I didn't know you any better. Yeah. Uh, but apparently nobody takes that warning to be what, be what it is. Because then Matt just kind of stays silent throughout the whole thing. And Sarah's like, I guess what he's trying to say is, we're engaged. <laughs> And the Camdens look horrified. Yeah. Uh, the Rev is definitely crying. And it gets way worse when uh, she's like, Sarah says, well, I, I, have you guys ever been to a Jewish wedding? Because remember, they just, like, literally that moment was when they found out. That Sarah is Jewish. So, the, and uh, Matt just says, like, oh, yeah, Sarah's father is a rabbi. Meanwhile, um... Lucy's like, does she have any idea about all the, like, cursed engagements in our family? <laughs> Little do they know. Um, so we're going to... The best way to avoid a broken engagement is to just get married. Don't get engaged. Yes, exactly. Um, so the episode continues with a few scenes that we're going to hit on now. Um, so we have... New pairings. Yes. Lucy and Simon are having an interaction in which uh, I guess the point is that the parents are so, like, in shock about this news that Annie doesn't actually make dinner. She just hands out cheese. cheese which, which is good good I, with me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so I guess Lucy's gone around and made, like, sandwiches and stuff for everyone. So she delivers a Simon sandwich to him, and then when they talk about, oh, do we think that he's really engaged? Simon's like, I think that they skipped that part completely and got married. And this is when Lucy is the worst because she decides to make the entire like engagement uh, about her and Jeremy. She's like, you know, I remember when me and Jeremy were looking at China and flowers and all that junk. And, and you know, they never were, (laughs) they never got to that stage of planning. They were engaged for like three months. And then Simon is like the nice brother where he's like, you know, some guy's going to be really lucky to have you and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, Lucy makes it about herself. Meanwhile, we have Mary and Robbie uh, after their heated moment. Uh, yes, and we... Well, Mary says something that reminded me that she existed. Yeah. But she says something about how she forgets, that, like, about Joy when she's not around. And this whole episode, I totally forgot about Joy. Yeah, so um, that was pretty good. Pretty good on the port of... Uh, I think this episode was written by Brenda Hampton. So, so. good meta there. Uh, I guess Brendan Hampton knows <laughs> that nobody cares about Joy. <laughs> um, Robbie, of course, really does because he's like, look, I really love Joy. And Mary's like, do you think if Joy wasn't here that we could give it a shot? And then Mary goes on this weird 
kind of rant where she's like, you know, sometimes I fantasize that we're together and that we're married and that um, we're just living with my parents until we're both out of school and we can support ourselves. So Mary's living this whole fantasy life in her head where she's married to Robbie. Which is really not healthy. Nah. Or stable in any way. Which all leads back to our Mary has a mental illness plot line. Yeah. I, that we wrote God. the fanfic for. So many things that we would have done so much better on this show than other people. Just needed to start. I just yeah. need <laughs> just get the ball rolling. So um, this conversation obviously like does not have any. It just you know brings up old wounds for all those people that ship Robbie and Mary. I don't yeah. know why they keep on beating a dead horse. Well, he lives with them. It's kind of hard not to think about it. <laughs> Um, Sometimes I lay awake at night thinking about it. We also have like a split scene kind of, not a split scene, but like a scene back to back between the Glass parents and the Camden parents. So the Glasses are eating, what, apples and whipped cream and also cheese for dinner? It looks real gross. And they're also, like they're crying about, they're, they're also convinced, oh, they're definitely not engaged, they're definitely married. And then on the other side we have the Rev and Annie in bed also crying being like, oh, I kind of wish they'd gotten married. There will be screenshots of this. Yeah, uh, instead of like their engagement and how the and how Annie really doesn't want a Jewish wedding, and they're crying about it. And this kind of all ends with, well, it ends with Sarah and Matt making out in a car. <laughs> and when they part their heads, Ruthie's there <laughs> because why not? That's not weird at all. Uh, and I mean. It really ends with Matt and Ruthie having this kind of heart-to-heart about how Ruthie isn't going to tell anyone that Matt and Sarah are married because she respects Matt and she loves him and this is really, really important to him and you know, just like all a good, that. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to be a good sibling. And I mean, Aaron brought this up, just like another example of Ruthie's loyalty, you know, one of her like most defining traits, other than her intelligence and her sneakiness. Wit and yeah. sneakiness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a nice heartfelt scene. I think I, I there has been a lot of like touchback in the last, I say, three to four episodes of the Ruthie-Matt relationship. I feel like where you, we have like Simon going off and being stupid and Robbie with Joy and Mary and Lucy back together again. Uh, that leaves Ruthie and Matt a lot of scenes together. I mean, and it's good, too, because when when the series first started, obviously, like, the age difference was so great that you wouldn't expect them to be really spending time together. So now that she's a little bit older, um, it's good to... I don't know. It's good to see this relationship um, blossom. Yeah. I, I, I mean, six seasons in, right. And so we're, we're, where we're at right now is that three people know that they're actually married, Everybody else basically assumes that they're married, but has been told that they're engaged. So we'll see how long this farce continues. Um, what would you rate this episode? Two. I can't, two. I it's getting know. a hard two. I know. I can't. I don't even know if I want to give it like a two. I think it was just awkward. I'm going to go, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go 1.5. Well, we kept thinking it was over before it was over because like it was so bad. I think, like, given, like, the like the caliber of episodes we've had this season and last season, you know, Seventh Heaven should be delivering better for, like, hard-hitting stuff. I mean, we're more than halfway through the season now. 
I just want to say about also the this episode 616, I distinctly remember when this aired like on TV. I remember it was like a big television event because it was like, uh-oh, what's Matt going to do? And I just remember being horribly disappointed with just like, I'm not a fan of anyone that Matt has dated, but I like, I'm really not a fan of who he married. So I just don't like Matt's, Matt's choice and partner. I, um, if you guys remember, last episode, I actually really liked Sarah. This episode, I'm getting a bit annoyed by Sarah. Um, I feel like, I feel like they wouldn't be in the mess they're in if it wasn't for Sarah, if they just told the truth. Um, also, her voice and her mannerisms and her laugh are very (laughs) distinct, and they are things that you need to get used to, adapt to, one would say. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if this, as I said, if this continues, like, what happens next, I guess. <laughs> They're married, so... Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Aaron did mention that there'd be screenshots of all the crying, um, and maybe even the screenshot of the heated moment between Robbie Rough. and Mary, for all you Robbie and Mary shippers out there. Uh, what's their ship name? Come back Rare- to us with that. Rary. Mobby. Mobby. Mabby. Marby. Mabby. Marby. 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 Okay, so uh, you can catch us on facebook.com slash CamdenCast or our Twitter and Instagram handles are CamdenCast Show. We are here every Wednesday and Thursday. uh, Nope. Wednesday and Saturday. I don't know why I said that. Wednesday and Saturday with new episodes. Um, And you can get those new episodes on Stitcher, on soundcloud.com slash CamdenCast or on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. I'm Tandy. I'm Aaron. This is Camden Cast. <laughs> <laughs>